0: Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Toronto-based jazz and blues vocalist Linda Carone. She talked to the show about her new 2023 CD called Lemon Twist. This new project is supported by a stellar group of musicians and is raring to go. Established as a jazz and blues vocalist and niche song stylist, this brand new recording is loaded with cool and chill vibes and some spicy sounds. She is a song stylist and interpreter of popular music from the 20s and beyond, with a voice that has been described as beautiful, rich, and pure. Linda sings with a pure vocal style all her own. She's got a great story. Enjoy this interview.
1: Thank you for taking a minute out for Neon Jazz today. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so before we get into your brand new album, you know, I think that's the beauty of what we're going through right now is that, you know, the musician world, artists, everyone, but especially the musician world really was offended by COVID. And I'm curious how you survived that approximate two-year period and how you've changed the way that you approach your music and, and the business of it now.
2: Hmm. Well, um yeah, COVID. I mean, I was just uh, adapting, I guess, like everybody else. And uh in between watching the news, uh, <laughs> you know, and having gigs canceled, of course. Um I kind of concentrated on um you know, researching, listening to more music, I ended up doing a couple of uh, collaborations, video collaborations online. Um I know there was a lot of streaming going on, but I thought um, <laughs> since I did my first out al- my debut album, i I got into creating videos um and learning that myself, actually. Um, I thought that would be a good way to to express you know some of the repertoire that i that I do. Um, with video and uh, collaborate with musicians. It also gave me an opportunity to, to sit down and and write out a plan, basically, for for the album. Because just before COVID, I had released So Many Beautiful Men, So Little Time, which is, um, I, I put on this album. Well, how I change things now, I, d- I don't really know how things have changed, other than you know, developing more of this repertoire, Um, learning more songs. um, Some of them I put on the album. Like, I had a, a good idea of what I wanted on there. And I got to sit down and really sort of think about how I was going to put it together. Um, I applied for a grant, and that's really the reason why I was able to do this album. I got the guys together that... I worked with on the song, and then we went back to the studio, and we worked on this um, this album. And of course, I knew I had a cup- you know, I had a good idea of the guys that I wanted in there. And other than that, I um, just kind of coping and adapting with uh, with the COVID. So- it didn't really change that much for me because. Um, because I had been spending a lot of time on the computer writing grants or, or listening to music or um, making videos and doing graphics. and <laughs>
1: so Yeah. I got to get, get it it. up more often. Yeah, <laughs> No, it's all good. So I'm curious with this album, you know, how does it feel? Does it feel cathartic? Does it feel like it's Phoenix Rising? I mean, this has to be a really good introduction back into the world of live music.
2: Uh yeah, for sure. I mean, um we you know, I'll be looking forward to the launch um where I'll get to play with the guys, right? <laughs> and that'll be fun.
1: Let me let me kind of go back to how all this began to you. Talk to me a little bit about where you were born and raised and how these seeds of jazz have become who you are today. Um
2: well, I'm from Toronto, born in Toronto. You know, I came into the the music kind of later on in my life for singing, not for everything else because I had a passion for music very early on and I have many influences. You know, I went through the disco and the funk and the the hardcore punk (laughs) and rock bands and, um, you know, uh, growing up with classic rock. I mean, I feel like I've, I've got all this... Great music, right? And also growing up with the with the television, like the um, hearing those old programs, like the Carol Burnett's, and the, you know there was always music, and and I think that kind of seeped through and the old movies as well, right? So because a lot of what I've brought into my repertoire is from some of those old movies, and and I guess it was it was working in there somehow. So and then eventually I um, actually it was my first roommate who used to listen to, she used to listen to Billie Holiday. Well, we were punk, we were into the punk rock thing. <laughs> but she used to listen to Billie Holiday and Tom Waits. And Billie Holiday kind of, um, that kind of sparked for me the, I don't know, it just it, it stuck with me, right? That she could express herself so well with the vocals. And even though at that time I wasn't singing and I wasn't even thinking that I would be ev- ever... Um, able to get in front of people to sing um i hadn 't really discovered my voice, so it took a long time for me to research and listen to music, even though I was listening to all kinds of music. The jazz was there, I was picking that up slowly with the blues and getting to the roots of the blues women that were um, not as well known you know there was of course the jazz divas and um, but there was all these other great singers and great songs, and that's what I really connected to, was those songs. And when I started, you know, playing around and singing, I was finding that, I guess that's how I was finding my voice. And that's, it, it was just, so it took a while, though, to actually get out there and and
1: sing in front of people. <laughs> You know, one of the one of the early impressions that any of us have is like one of the first shows that you see live. What was that show for you that made you think initially that you would love to be a singer or be a performer?
2: Ooh. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I mean I saw a lot of shows and I wouldn't say any of the punk shows <laughs> or any of
1: those. Well, what show stands out? Who who is somebody that you saw that you always remember this day that was dynamic?
2: Wow, I can't I'm thinking closer to the, into the 90s or the early 90s of um you know Portishead.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: I think because it was it was jazzy and very she had a unique voice, but it was in a different sort of it wasn't your classic jazz type of thing. So I'm trying to think of more like contemporary artists that would have inspired, you know, maybe Annie Lennox, um although that was sort of earlier on, but so
1: what is it that you like the best about this process of being a professional musician? What do you look forward to every day?
2: I don't know. Am I a professional musician? <laughs> I work with professional musicians,
1: <laughs> yeah, which is yeah, yeah. great
2: i always you know i I still always say that i'm 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 still like learning, you know, even though people tell me, "Oh, you look so comfortable and at ease and um initially you know it took i I think because it took so long to get that courage to do it and now I find myself working with some of the best musicians here in Toronto and uh, sometimes it can be intimidating uh, but you know the more professional the nicer they are I find and you know I don't have you're not dealing with the egos and that sort of thing they're just it's always just a great experience right and I learn as I go along and um, still so it's a learning process that's what, what I think.
1: so what do you learn from those kind of veteran esteemed players what do they teach you and and, and how does that translate into how you approach music
2: Um, well I think for me they're they're constantly listening and there's that with jazz there's this room for there's space and so um, many of the songs that I bring in they're very uh, straightforward with the verses and everything like that so I don't really delve into the I don't know what do you want to call it the you know I'm not a scatter I don't I don't go free form type of thing um whereas musicians can do anything so I enjoy listening to them you know when we're getting into the solos and 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 they're listening to each other so it's it's pushing me more to to listen and to use that space like cuz I don't have to be exactly in a certain space Uh, i don't know if that makes any sense but yeah (laughs) yeah it certainly does yeah (laughs) okay good
1: (laughs) so everyone out there has a perception of you your your family your friends your fans but ultimately you live your life what's your perception of you who do you think you are
2: i need to express myself um creatively so whatever that may be visually um you know, that's my background. I, I went to graphic design school, um uh, because that's what I knew how to do. And, um, so from there, you know, the music, I think, was just banging away at me because it was always in there. I just didn't know how to, how to get there. But I did eventually. So, um, you know, I used to make little visualization or mind maps and, um, uh, just to kind of focus on like the music, the songs. I'm constantly learning and 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 wanting to express myself creatively, whatever that may be. If other people enjoy it um along the way, that's great, you know? I find that um I do whatever I I want for the with the music, with the songs. Like I'm not doing it to please anyone necessarily. Like that's why I'm not doing your typical jazz standards. Um, I delve off into the little bit, you know, less, lesser known songs, because that's what I like. That's what suits me. And, uh, you know, and there have been people who, who also love that. And that's great. It's not going to be for everyone. So, and I don't expect it to. And and you can't expect your friends and your family to, uh, to go along with (laughs) necessarily, you know, like, like what you do, but. You know, some of them will be there to support you in any case. But.
1: So talk to me about Lemon Twist, when it will, when people can buy it, stream it, and any live shows, anything pertaining to your world, where can they go? Right.
2: Well, the official launch is January 20th. Um, so it will be on all the streaming, Spotify, and that sort of thing. And, um, oh, uh, Bandcamp as well. And the CDs you can purchase from from me directly, which on my website Um I will also have them on Bandcamp once they're out, uh, once it's released. And then our launch party is just going to be right after that on the 24th um, at a place here called Reed's Distillery in Toronto. Yeah, where they make gin, and I thought that would be a perfect place to have my. Uh, my Lodge, Lemon Twist.
1: Makes sense, right? Absolutely. with a gin cocktail. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That yeah. So, Linda, hey, thank you for opening up. Thank you for taking some time out. Good luck with the release and, and this brand new year that we have.
2: Great. Thanks so much for talking with me.
0: Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest singers in Toronto, Kansas City, and spots all over the world, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Linda for her time, music, and story. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino on the iTunes Store or Spotify. Visit NeonJazz at YouTube.com. And for everything Neon Jazz all the time, go to the NeonJazz.Blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Aged and mellow
1: Neon Jazz.